0: McShane Bible Study Day 157 and 158, and we're starting in Deuteronomy 10 and 11. In both these chapters, I mean, he's relaying some history to the people. He's talking about the second time he got the uh, the Ten Commandments from God. Um, he, uh, he he basically spends the two chapters talking about the blessings of God if, if they walk according to his way, and the curses from God if they don't. And that's basically the whole two chapters. Let's read a few verses. Um, chapter 10, verse 12 to 16. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your good. Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and and the heaven of heavens, the earth, and all that is in it. Yet the Lord set his heart in love on your fathers and chose their offspring after them, you above all peoples, as you are this day. Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your heart, and be no longer stubborn. So this idea that uh, in, the, in the Old Testament it was circumcising, uh, you know, the, the physical and then the new testament gives understanding of it that being about your heart it's actually in the law of moses this idea that look the circumcision of the body is more again a picture a type or a shadow of you circumcising your heart but he says it clearly walk according to my way be a people set apart for me and you'll be blessed in all that you do and it continues on, chapter 11, verse 2. And consider today, since I am not speaking to your children who have not known or seen it, consider the discipline of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his outstretched arm. A couple things in this chapter Remind you of Jesus. Jesus, when Thomas wants to see the hole in Jesus' side after he's raised from the dead, he says, You know, blessed for you for seeing it, but even more blessed are those who don't see it and still believe. Here, he's talking through Moses kind of similar things. You people have seen all this. There will come a people after you who have not seen this. So you need to establish the culture so that they grow up in this understanding and in my ways, okay? And then, you know, he again, he just talks. It, it's, it's I, I think it's beautiful to read these promises because they all point to what he's promising us. Look, I'm gonna take you into heavenly places. I wanna take you into a reality that is above the reality of this earth. and the, But this earth is being judged. So if you don't enter into that reality, you're a part of the judgment. The choice is yours. And, you know, take care lest your heart be deceived, turn aside and worship them. Um, I won't read it all. I, I feel like we also talked about this a lot yesterday. Was 25 no one shall be able to stand against you the Lord your God will lay the fear of you and the dread of you on all the land that you shall tread as he promised you so this is a powerful thing Paul talks about this in I think second Corinthians when he talks about we have the smell on us if, if we're living according to this way that we're like the smell of death to those that are perishing and the smell of life to those who are hungry for the Lord right it's a similar thing here he said i will put a dread on the people that you're encountering that you're going to conquer right Mm -hmm. again that was a physical thing we're that our our battles are not against flesh and blood right so but when we encounter those that are everyone is is dealing with spiritual realities spiritual kingdoms right the the demonic kingdom is fully at work And what he's saying here is, his grace touches all these things when we're walking in him, So it's quite powerful. 26, see, I'm setting before you today a blessing and a curse. Just like the choice is yours. You will be in one of these. You don't get to choose to not be in this reality. He is God, you are not. You either walk in the way of blessing or the way of curse. And that's as true today as any other day. And then we're moving on to Psalm 94 to 96. And uh, 94 just struck me how similar it is to what we were just talking about. Starting in verse 10, he says, He who disciplines the nations, does he not rebuke? He who teaches man knowledge, the Lord knows the thoughts of man, that they are but a breath. So it's kind of a mighty thing, right? It just it strikes me. I mean, he's about the whole history of the world. He brings the nation up, he brings the nation down. And yet he's personal and he cares about teaching us individually his ways. Me, you, each person individually. It's it's, it's crazy. It's amazing, isn't it? But he knows our thoughts are like a breath, right? So Wes and I are just talking about it. neither of us are excited about this, so our recording might not be as passionate as usual he wants to be doing other things and I've got a massive amount of work to get done and but all these are just vague thoughts that are just a breath right 12 blessed is the man whom you discipline O Lord and whom you teach out of your law to give him rest from days of trouble until a pit is dug for the wicked for the lord will not forsake his people he will not abandon his heritage for justice will return to the righteous and all the upright in heart will follow it so again he's -hmm. he's offering us the blessing of disciplining us so that we grow up in his life and are transformed like him and walk in his blessings right Mm -hmm. psalm 95 is cool it's quoted a lot in uh in uh, Hebrews uh, today if you hear his voice that might sound familiar and then the last two verses for forty years I loathed that generation and said they are a people who go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways therefore I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest if you remember a lot of Hebrews is about it's about a lot of key things it's a really amazing book but it's about entering his rest, entering this promised land. It's about taking on this new life where we're fully dependent on God.
1: Mm-hmm. We
0: walk in his ways, in his wisdom. We look to him for leadership in all things. And he takes care of everything. So we worry about nothing. We fear nothing. Because we walk in the blessing of God. Right? Mm-hmm. And and so the psalmist here is saying, and in Hebrews points to the fact that there have been many people of God who just couldn't do that. But he's offering us that ability, that opportunity today. And so it's up to us. Do we, do we truly want that? Do we truly want him? Or do we want the world? And as we've been talking, it's a stark difference on what we get when we're the other. Mm-hmm. We can't be masters of the universe. Mm-hmm. That's Satan's whole thing, is to teach each of us we can be God right mm-hmm. the reality is God wants us to be his family so Satan's only trying to offer us what God already wants to give us but he wants it to be he he's all about himself and then he teaches us to be all about ourselves you see that mm-hmm. god says no that's not who i am that's not my way that is a self-destructive path and mm-hmm. it i i cannot bless that you you will get the full fury of judgment if you walk in your own flesh Mm -hmm. but that's what satan's continually wants us to do and you see the world turning that way right now and it just gets crazier and crazier because everyone thinks that they themselves should be glorified right Mm -hmm. so that he's god's saying look there's two paths which one do you want the one of wisdom and blessing or the one where you glorify yourself now but you end up in you know it's a terrible place to keep it short Isaiah 38 and 39, we're continuing on with the story of Hezekiah. He gets sick, Isaiah comes and tells him he's gonna die, but he worships the Lord, he cries out to the Lord for healing. And he had been a good king and the Lord hears his prayers and gives him 15 more years of life. And so then he gives a great worshipful, I guess you call it a psalm. And then the the, uh, Babylon sends envoys and I think this is the first time we've heard of Babylon in the Bible. Um, it's a new kingdom coming up. And Hezekiah is full of pride at who he is, what God has done. And he shows off all his stuff. And Isaiah comes to him and asks him about it. And he said, oh, yeah, I showed him everything. And so then Isaiah says, well, because you've done this, judgment's is going to come on your house. The king of Babylon will carry everything away that you've shown him. And even your sons will be turned into eunuchs in their palace and Hezekiah isn't even worried about this he's supposed to be king of the whole country but he thinks oh as long as it doesn't happen while I'm alive it's all good right so we see his, his heart start to turn God has blessed him incredibly but then he turns away from God that's that's the warning we were just talking about right it's, it's walking with God our entire lives and then Revelation 8 and 9, we see the lamb opens the seventh seal, and then there, that comes with its seven trumpets, and so the angels start blowing the trumpets in succession, and we see just a lot of judgment coming on the earth, and we see foul, uh, you know, demonic hordes in the form of locusts um, coming, whoops, coming among mankind, and destroying and it's interesting i'm not trying to tie this together too tightly i i don't i the lord has never shown me as far as these trumpets or these seals this is exactly this time and so I, i make no such claims okay i don't want it to sound like i'm saying something bigger than i am but it's interesting these locust things and uh and uh the that word i put out a couple years ago before it was actually right about the time i didn't know at the time but it was about the time that the uh virus stuff was starting i put out a word about the times of the judgment and blessing of god beginning and of course we find out a few months later that's the time when the virus started in china and then um so everything's kind of changed well something i noticed this week which i didn't know because we get cicada mine mine was based on noticing a lot of cicadas that year And uh, we get cicadas every year, but apparently in the East Coast they only come once every 17 years, and apparently right now is the time that they're there. And so I find that kind of a a fascinating sign. But then, so we have these uh, locusts, just you know, and 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 I wouldn't take this to be literally that there would be tons of actual locusts. They take this to mean spiritually demonic whores just messing with people, but they don't know that that's what it is. They just know everyone's angry at everybody, and there's all kinds of difficulties in the world, right? But they were told not to, this is verse 4, Revelation 9, 4, they were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any green plant or any tree, but only those people who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads so again there's difficulties going but the, the, even these, these things that have set themselves apart from God and his people they have no power over God right? so God is allowing them to do this thing because it's a, it's a world that must be judged in order for his final plans for mankind and all creation to come about but he, he still gives permission And he says, you do not have permission to touch those with the sign on their forehead. What is the sign on their forehead? It's the mind of Christ. It's it's those walking in his spirit, right? And then verse 20 says, the rest of mankind who were not killed by the plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, nor give up worshiping demons and idols of gold and silver. It goes on, various sins. So just like we saw in the plagues of Egypt, we, we kept seeing plagues. But the king's heart was hard, right? The king's heart <laughs> was hard, and uh, and so it it took more and more things, uh, uh, right? They came in waves and waves. So, you know, I, I think we should expect the same in our day, and I, I think we're seeing that with various things. Um, but again, to to try to lift that up, um, that's how the chapter ends. Again, they cannot harm those who have the seal of God on their forehead when we walk Mm -hmm. in his ways we walk in blessing and he's saying come I want everyone to walk in my ways he doesn't want anyone to be apart from him but he always lets us choose how we want to live our life right that's all I have today God bless you God bless you